Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. I paid him because I ended up getting bullied. Don't pay anybody. Don't do this. I'm not going to do the painting unless I get paid. The agreement was that he would paint the house. The, the what do you mean by of- bullied? Why are you involved? This is the plaintiff, Diane. She says her uncle passed away and the defendant, his dear longtime friend, stole his belongings from the condo her uncle lived in. She never gave the defendant permission to take all of her uncle's things. She doesn't know what this guy's trying to pull, but she does know the value of his stuff is more than the $5,000 she's capped at suing for. So that's what she's trying to get today. This is the defendant, Edward. He says he's known the plaintiff's uncle for 40 years, and he was a dear, dear friend of his. He helped clean out his condo and moved all of his belongings into the garage so the place could be painted. The plaintiff gave him a grandfather clock. He admits to also taking a nutcracker, a ceramic good luck cat, and a couple of screwdrivers. And if she wants those things back, he'll return them today, unharmed. But $5,000, please. He's accused of taking it all. All parties, please raise your right hand. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum, the People's Court. You see the come to order, please. Litigants have been sworn, Your Honor. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome, in. Okay, Diane, you are the executrix of the estate of your uncle Everett. Uh, Edward, um, you're being sued by Diane because according to Diane, he has taken or $5,000 worth of stuff is missing. Um, What's going on? On March 4th, my uncle entered the hospital and through several operations and hospitalizations, rehab, uh, and he unfortunately succumbed to his injuries on the 20, on the sorry, 31st of May. Uh, at that time, um, on the second, sorry, on the first of June, uh, Social Security and pension money was put in to his account, and on the second, Edward, with my knowledge, with removed, your knowledge or with your consent. With my knowledge and consent, okay. I'd say both, removed uh, six thousand nine hundred and forty-seven. What is Edward to your uncle? He's a dear friend. 
For how long? For about 40 years. Okay. How old was Everett? He just turned 80 before his death. Okay. So he passes away and he had left a will. Correct. And in the will, he lists you as the executor. And all his possessions go to myself and my cousin. And okay. I have a copy of the will, if you Who want. Who was his other niece. That's correct. All right. Now, he also left a life insurance policy, correct? Correct. There and were you five were the of beneficiary them. of the life insurance yes. policy. And how much was the life insurance policy for? 10000 And how much was in the estate? Well, the estate, through the life insurance policies, the estate was, uh, tw got 25000 for in the estate. So, and I got How much 20, was the 000. actual estate worth before the insurance policy? The rest of the, I shouldn't say the actual, the rest of the... Zero. Oh. Um, why are we here? What's missing? What, what, well, what went we, wrong and how did it go wrong? We're here because uh, I, when I went over all the boxes that were in the, quote, garage, uh, I found a lot of missing items. Okay, but let's backtrack a second. He passes away in May okay. of 2017. Right. And what do you, you know you're the executrix, right? right? Like that didn't come as a surprise. Right. All right, so do you change the locks on the condo? I did not because there was a painter involved that was going to be painting the condo. You hired a painter, Correct. and why did you point at the defendant right now? Because it was his friend. All right, so when you come down, you have you known him for years? Those 40 years, give and take, that, yeah, that's that years. Everett known All right. Um, so you ask him, hey, you know the name of a painter? And he tells you the name of a painter. And then do you call the painter, get an estimate? How does that work? Actually, the painter had already done several uh, pieces of work in the, in the condo. He had painted the ceilings. Wait, before he, the death? Before the death. Okay. Uh, my uncle had never had this place painted. So the painter has his own access, and Edward had evidently had paid the painter in full Did you pay on him the 6th. Why? I paid him because I ended up getting bullied. Don't pay anybody. Don't do this. I'm not going to do the painting unless I get paid. The agreement was that he would paint the house, the, the condo. What do you mean by bullied? Why are you involved? Because I had, I was writing the checks. Why were you writing the checks? Uh, because I had taken that money to help pay for the bills at the tail end. How much did you pay the painter? Thirty-three thousand something. Were you friends with the with the painter? I, I know him. Yes, I'm. Yes. But what yes. happened between you and the painter? I, I ended up having a fallout with him. Um, things, um, his friendship and mine just wasn't working out right. And eventually in November I asked him, I, gave, I went to court and had a uh, protective order put against him. Why did you have a protective order put against uh, him? Because he was, he did, okay. hit a glass out of my hand one night. Were you dating him? No, no. How did no. he hit a glass out of your hand? What? He was at the house visiting and he just knocked the glass, glass he, out of my hand. He was aggressive, abusive. So you got a restraining order for him not to go to Everett's house? No, to my house. Or to be near me at all. So you are suing because other items that you value at $5,000 are correct. missing. You correct. noticed them missing on what date? Well, they started to disappear probably about the third week in June. And you and still didn't change a lot? No, that's because of the painter was there. I don't care. Well, then maybe the painter's stealing stuff. That's what you think now. He might have stolen stuff, right? I don't, I exactly. don't know. Between you don't them, know. they were both So if things there. are missing, why would you continue to give a key to the painter? 
Well, if you know something missing. I'm not there to, I mean, I guess I was going on blind faith. That no, these th- but blind faith do. is why you give him a key. Why I, don't you take back the key when you notice things missing in June? What do you notice missing? He was already paid for right. So what do you job. notice missing in June? Well, I, uh, I have a couple pictures of my uncle's place that he took back in uh, the end of... Um, in 13, 2013, and he was concerned about things uh, being removed from the house after his death. And I that had, was four years before pictures. his death. That is correct. And he took pictures because he was concerned what people might okay, come can in. I, and I'm, remove I'm stuff. asking you a very specific question. What is missing that you're suing for five thousand dollars? Give me the. Do you have, have a list of I the things list. that you feel are missing? Yes, I do. Okay, and how did you notice these things missing? Because I went through, from the pictures that I have, this is a list of missing items. Based on the picture? Based on the pictures and what, I mean, I was up there Let me so see the often. list of missing items. Thank you. Twelve-inch small-scale model cannon from top shelf. Yes. Okay. And you know that that exists, why? From a picture taken four years before his death, how do you know he didn't give it to somebody else? I don't know that. Exactly. And you're the right. plaintiff who comes into court with a burden of proving what it is they're saying. Right. You have alleged that he owes you for it. How, what evidence do you have that he owes you for it? Did you take the cannon? Yes. All right, next, 12-inch cannon. All right, next, two 12-inch nutcrackers. I have a small nutcracker. One nutcracker. One, one yes. Okay, where's the other one? I don't know. Okay. And you took the nutcracker because? A remembrance. Okay. Did you ever talk to her about it before taking it or no? Mm, I have to say no on that. Okay. Sorry. Can I see the nutcracker so I can see the value of the item that we're talking about? You got to be kidding me. Mm. <laughs> okay. I think the head is supposed to go on the no, other side. <laughs> um, yeah, it's backwards. It's the feet backwards? Are back- the feet are backwards. His feet are in the opposite direction. I think it's the feet that are in the... It's all right. You can just You're leave good. him yeah. Linda Blair-like. <laughs> That's a young, lot of young people laughing at that. I don't know how that can That's be. That's right. That's the exorcist back when you people weren't even twinkles in anybody's eyes. All right. Um, so let's see. From the kitchen, miss... Okay, there's a 10-inch Japanese good luck ceramic cat. It's in you the have house. that in there. I'd yes. like to see that. Go ahead and bring that up. All right. And then from the kitchen... We have a three-hole puncher, a four-pound bag of sugar. <laughs> I know I'm being anal retentive on this, but it was. It's not anal retentive. Point. That's nickel and diming. It's different. Uh, a four-bag pound of sugar, and you know that there was a four-pound bag of sugar there. Why? Because I bought it. Okay. Did you take the four-pound bag of sugar? I don't use sugar. Okay. Um, various boxed and packaged food items. According to you, you went through his apartment and threw out outdated items. You know, if the can was three years old, are you going to eat it? No, I'm not. But um, <laughs> did you live there with him ever? No. no. I, I spent Friday nights with him, and we'd go out to dinner. Saturdays, I would How did down. you know him? Uh, he lived where I have my condo. He was the president of the board. Okay, so you've been friends with him for how long? Forty. Wow. All right. Um... Glassware of various sizes, numerous plastic. Oh, two rolls of paper towels. <laughs> okay. That are missing because you, and you know because you bought them. That's correct. And according to you, when you were cleaning the place for her, um, 
you use paper towels, but you don't know if they're the same paper towels. Uh, we could forensically test the paper towels if you still had them. Um, all right, dining room. You have a list, and the, the list goes on and on of things that are missing, some of them, uh, German beer steins. Some of these things you, do, you did take, and you acknowledged taking them, um, and you didn't ask her about it. Um, you, do you feel like you were closer to him than she was? Yeah, yeah. I, I get it. I mean, sometimes that's the case, um, that you, know, you, could be, you could feel like you're in the life of that person, especially if you live in the same city and she doesn't. But they're not yours to take, though. Right. You get it, right? Yeah. She's the executor, yeah. and that's estate stuff, wh whatever worth that has. He realized it eventually. Yeah. yeah. It was just through the grieving process. Two frogs under an umbrella. You got that? I wrapped it. It was the hardest thing to wrap in paper. <laughs> Say it again? It was the hardest thing to wrap in newspaper to put in a box. And he packed it in the garage. You, so I that's one I of the things that. you packed. That's not in question. Oh, well, then why'd you sue for it? I have it. I thought I had that starred. Okay, you have so se several things that are highlighted. Did you find those? I found those. Oh, so that's you why I filed indicate. a lawsuit claiming they were missing, and you've since found those. Okay. Yeah, those ones I have. Okay. Yes. This is what I'm aware of. Since I did not have a chance to go over all of my uncle's possessions, I am probably missing items from the list. If you didn't go over all of your uncle's possessions, how do you know these items aren't in the stuff you didn't go over? Welcome back to the People's Court. Harvey Levin here. So why do people fight so much? when somebody dies? Why do families fight? Um, it's just a difficult situation for everybody. But why does that trigger fights? Because it's high emotions and they want basically not to fill. Uh, who's got the magic word? Magic word? Grieving? Huh? They're grieving? No. Money. Huh? Money. Oh, I'm going all the way over here. Say again? It's money. There you go. Okay, going inside the courtroom. I went over the boxes that were there, what I could see, and what didn't you go over? You put the caveat yeah. here for court. Uh, okay. I mean, if you haven't, you're the executor, and you don't bother to go through everything a year and a half later, even though you're suing, why should I trust what's missing, what you say is missing? You just, down, I can't believe I just read this. Right. But you think that I'm going to order him to pay you $5,000. On what planet? Not this one. Mm -hmm. And I need you to come back and join us on this one. Um, you're not a good executor. Um, you're not in control. And now you're angry that a year and a half later, you're finding all of a sudden you've had this inspiration to be in control. You're looking at pictures from four years before he died, and you're comparing. Now all of a sudden you're Perry Mason here, and um, and uh, you know um, now is a little bit late after you've been giving access to people um, the things he did. I believe him when he says these are the only things he took, and he's given them back, and it almost breaks my heart to make you give them back. But, because um, I gotta imagine that he would want you to have them if they were more meaningful to you than to her, it's silly. But I have to order you to give them back because they belong to the estate. Um, my cat's creepy anyway. Well, my cousin, <laughs> my cousin never had a chance to review never anything. Never had a chance? Who stopped her? You're the executor. You're the person right. who should I have the only her. set of keys to the place. Who stopped her? It's not. I didn't have a chance. He took money out with my knowledge. You keep trying to backtrack your complicity in all of this that made silly things like sugar get missing, which is you give the keys to a party who's not here, who apparently was violent and he had to get a restraining order against, but you think that that's sufficient evidence to make him pay you $5,000. No. Verdict for the defendant. Except for that stuff. That stuff goes back to <laughs> 
So the plaintiff loses her $5,000 lawsuit and walks out of the court with a nutcracker. How do you feel? <laughs> a little disappointed. <laughs> I'm not but surprised. I, but I have my nutcracker. So yeah, I can. And a few Jamie, other items. Jamie didn't bring the sugar with him, too. That's correct. Taken a, I can't believe you put that on the list. Sugar was, and paper towels? I was being anal retentive, You yes. really were. No <laughs> kidding. No At kidding. the time, I wanted to make the point that he had removed everything from well, the house. You heard the judge. She let you have it. Okay. okay. Thank you very much. Be Take careful care. with it. <laughs> Edwards is on his way out of the court. You're going to miss that nutcracker, you think? No. You're going to be okay? Yeah. You surprised yeah. to get sued from her or not? Yes. I would think so. Yeah. 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 Well, thank you very much. You're okay? Thank Good you. enough. Okay, congratulations. Harvey? Well, I got to tell you, the plaintiff not only doesn't have evidence, she doesn't even have a theory here. It's much more likely somebody else did it. And that will do it for this case. Litigants for the next case on the way into the courtroom right now. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Whether it's routine maintenance and emergency repair or a dream project, Angie lets you compare quotes from multiple local pros, browse homeowner reviews, and even book a service instantly. Angie's been connecting people with skilled pros for nearly 30 years. So the next time you have a home project, bring it to Angie to get your job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot These are the plaintiffs, Musha Dupree and Kim Parker. Musha says the defendant's his sister, and he purchased a car from her, and that thing was a big lemon. He foolishly trusted his sister. He wants all his money back, and now there's one big family feud going on because she won't take it back. He's suing for $1,500, the amount he paid. This is the defendant, Cadetra Butler. She says the plaintiff, Musha, her brother, drove the car, liked it, and bought it from her. The van was working just fine when she turned it over to them. Now they're harassing her, so she went to the cops. She has no idea what the plaintiffs did to the car. But the one thing she does know is this. She owes them nothing. She's accused of creating a family rift. All parties, please raise your right hand. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case in the docket, the plaintiff is suing his sister because she sold him a lemon. But the defendant says the plaintiff drove the car and it was fine. It's gotten so bad, she's called the cops on him. It's the case of she sold me a beater, now I'll beat her in court. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome, ma'am. Mr. Dupree and Ms. Parker, you are suing... Khadidra Butler and Charles Butler, you have power of attorney for Charles? Yes. For $1,500, the amount that you paid for a car that you say is not working correctly. Correct. All right. Now, you are her brother? Yeah. Okay. Yes. And what happened? So What is her relationship to you? It's my wife. Okay. Go ahead. She sold us a lemon. (laughs) Why don't you start from the beginning? Um, She called me up regular day. And uh, asked me if I wanted to uh, purchase her vehicle that she had for a while. It's a 2004 Nissan Quest? Yeah. Is that correct? Which is what, a van? Yeah. 
Okay. And then you ask him if he'd like to buy it. Why? Because I was buying a, um, a truck. And why were you buying a truck? I mean, in other words, what was, was there something wrong with the van? No, it was nothing wrong with the van. Okay. Um, I called him up to ask him, you know, are you interested in buying the van? Why would anybody do that? Why would you sell it to your brother? Why would you buy it from your sister? Stupid. Yeah. I mean, the last, you don't do business with family. Were you guys close before this? I was very close to my brother. And I love my brother, to be honest. Um, I didn't think that it was an issue. In the beginning of me asking him, do he want the van? Um, he no You get the van and uh, you, you and your husband drop off the van at his place, at their place when, during a snowstorm, correct? Correct. And then what happens? I asked him, I asked her, is there anything wrong with the car? They looked at me. Did you dead. ever test drive it before you bought it? Well, it, it was a snowstorm. Oh, so. Wait, yeah. We just lost our baby sister, right? And uh, the two of you? Yeah, I, that kind of like brought us back together a little bit. We wasn't talking. I wasn't talking to her. She wasn't talking to me. You were mad at each other before losing the baby sister. The sister. We wasn't getting along, huh? She didn't get along with my wife. My wife didn't get along with her. So we just stayed away from each other. But the funeral had kind of. Yeah. You know, let's let bygones How long ago was the funeral? Maybe like Where almost a year now. Okay. You know. Are there so any other siblings or was it just the three of you? It's 10 of us. Yeah. There's 10 of you. All right. Yeah. Um, it's only three of us with the same dad. Okay. You know, all so. Right. Yeah, what were y'all thinking? Did you, had I, you test driven the van? No, it was, this is my sister. I mean. What does it matter? How do you know if you like I it? I mean, I trust her. Wait, it's not a matter of trusting her. It's a matter of how do you know you like the way it drives? How do you know you, had you been in I it believed before? Her. I had believed Had you her. been in the van before? No. So you bought a van without test driving it or anything else and. To, to be honest with you, I mean, there's not a thought that crossed my mind. I'm like, you know, it's my sister. Well, what's we got wrong kids. with the van? Tell me what's we, wrong with the van. The alternator. Well, first, how do you first find out there's something wrong with the van? All right, she goes, uh, Chuck and I took it to the mechanic. You know, Chuck what, is her husband. Yeah, Chuck told me that he and Khadija got it inspected. They went to the mechanic, so it shouldn't be nothing wrong with the car. Okay. You know, this is the reason. When had you had it inspected? Um, I never got it, I never got it expected. Um, I was going to register the car before I even... You had never registered the car? No. I drove the car to them with temporary... Wait a minute. For, so for a year, you had what kind of temporary? How do you have temporary plates on a car for I a year? I had a temporary um, plate with insurance on it, but How I... How do you have a temporary plate for a year? I had temporary plates. Do you have a, de a dealership? What, how I do you had, have a temporary plate for a year? Yeah, I had a dealership um, person that had a dealership license, and he gave me... He just kept giving you temporary plate after temporary plate? No. If the, the car, car was never registered in your name, whose name was it registered under? Oh, it was in, in my name. It was in my name. said the I was going to register my, it. The, the title was in my name. I'm sorry. Did you not say I was going to register it? Yeah, I was going to register I, it. But now you're saying it was registered to you. It was in my name, the title. But I didn't register it, so I re... You had no I registration? Got, you were driving it with no registration? It was no registration. I was not driving that car like that. It was parked in my back. I have a... For a year? You didn't use the car for a year, but you sold it to your brother? You have no idea how it drives, but you sold it to your brother? It was driving fine when I was driving well, it. Well, then you drove it without registration. Yeah. Which is it? Yes, I drove it without registration. So would you sue your sibling if that sibling screwed you over in a car? I feel like it depends on how close I am with my sister. I personally would not, but... But if the sister, if the sister is disrespecting you or the brother, whatever, would you do it? No. Why? 
Because family is family. But then you're going to get taken advantage of again. Family's first, I guess. Okay, going inside the courtroom. So you then take it to a mechanic, and what does the mechanic tell you? He told me it's a lemon. He uh, told Did me Did he that write something out? The alternator, the timing chain is going. It's making excessive noise. Right. And then he, he, he told me if I were you, I would get my money back. Yeah, except for that he doesn't know what the law is, right. you know? Did you know how many problems this car has? No, I didn't. Okay, do you and your brother talk? Um, before this incident, yes. Yeah, no, I mean now. Um, no. So you lost your other sibling over the car. If you lost your sister a year ago and you finally reclaimed your brother and he calls you a week after paying you for it, why are you taking such a hard stance? How come you don't say, oh, gosh, just, you know, whatever? And uh... In my text messages, Your Honor, to be honest, I bowed down and I said to him, you know what, bring the car back and I'll give you your money back. At all of it or half of it? All of it. I said to them in these text messages, I will give you all the money back, just bring the car back. In the mix of me losing my sister, before I lost my sister, me and my brother had a great relationship. To this day, while I'm standing here, I still love my brother. My, me losing my sister and him losing his, like, this is my first time back in Connecticut. Like, from the time I lost my sister. So, I, yes, I am very hurt. Yes, I am standing here hurt, but I love my brother. So, when did you say to him, I'll return your money? Um... After they was harassing me, like, nonstop. Meaning and, asking you for the money? No, like, threatening me, his how? wife. How? Threatening, his um, wife threatening you how? She was like, I'm going to call the cops on Chuck. Um, like on Chuck? Ch Why Chuck? She was saying something about a domestic violence. Like, she was just, like, going... Is all this by text? All this. In, oh, in, hand in, it over. Hand in, it over. Um, Let's take a look. Did she ever offer any of the money back? I tried to call her. I don't like texting. Answer the question I just asked. Did she say it again? Excuse me? Right. That's why I got. I need you to listen. Did she offer all or some or any never. money she back? Never. She never offered no money. Yes, I did. You don't think I would want my money if you say you're going to give me my money and give you the car? That's the whole situation. Well, I'm, I'm wondering if she ever said she'd give you part of the money. I never said that either. I, I'm not asking you. Did she ever say she'd give you part of the money? Why, why are you thinking about it? Right. I, think she, I think she did say that, miss, but she wanted the car. I'm not miss, I'm judge. She... Your Honor. Sorry. Or your Honor would work, too. Your Sorry, Highness, your... I'll take your Highness. Right. Sorry, Your Honor. That's all right. Okay. Go ahead. She did say, I believe she did say she'll give me half of the money. And you said, no, I and want I said, it all. And I said, no, I want, you know. Yeah. Should take the half. But she wanted the car, too. No, I understand. But here's where we are. By the way, did you end up getting... Um, where's the car? You got the car? Yes. Oh, I wanted to ask you. She had never registered it in her name, but the title was in her name, and then she gave it to you, and then you, you, you got the title in your name now? Or no, we you told her around we to would it take it to the mechanic before we sign it. I got because it. Because she said she it. agreed that yeah, yeah. she would give but us the But let me money. see the title. I want to make sure that she gave you good title and didn't jump title. Who's Walters? Um, that's the lady that sold it to me. And I just wait signed the bottom. Wait, 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 stop. Why are you giving him a title that says Walters if you said that the title was in your name? I reselled it, and I asked Musha. I said, Musha, I didn't register, like, put it on the road, on the road. No, I'm he sorry. Said, okay. I don't know what resold it means. Where's the title in your name? I didn't get it. <laughs> You're giving him his money back. Mm. You don't have a right to sell this car. You're jumping title. 
You had the car for a year, driving it all over the place. Some dealers totally violating the law, apparently letting you drive it around here and there with the temporary tags that just keep getting around. I don't get temporary tags renewed. That's the idea behind temporary tags. And then it turns out that you lied to me when you said that he, uh, yeah, I had good, it was my car, I had title to it, and blah, blah, blah. I just hadn't gotten around to registering it. No, what you did was jump title. You never registered it in your name, so you don't have a right to sell it to him. And what's he supposed to do with that? I told 50, him. Stop it, $1,500, verdict for the plaintiff. Thank you. The car is going back to her, so go pick it up. Well, that's interesting. After a lot of testimony, we find out you didn't even have the right to sell the car to begin with. Because right. it wasn't in your name. I know. You know? Well, I know now. How come you didn't say something about it? Because I already spoke to my brother, and I... I you tell him it wasn't in your name? And I told him I'll meet him at the DMV. And he said it's okay. And right now... Is just a big mix-up. But, but what about the relationship that was starting to get going again, but now I gather it's not going to go any further, is it? Or at you tell me. The, at the end of the day, yep. I love my brother. So, you know. Okay, good enough. Thank you very much. Okay. You must sign a few documents outside. Okay. Here come the plaintiffs now. Well, gee whiz, it's all, this is what you wanted, you know, isn't it? Yes. Well, come here, come here, come here, come here. Yeah, I mean, you're getting exactly what you wanted. She gets the car back, you get your money back, and it's like it started all over again, and this never happened. Yes. But the relationship issue, what, tell me about that. You look different on TV. I do? <laughs> <laughs> Better? Yeah. <laughs> no, but anyway, what about this relationship with your sister? Is it, is it, no comment. No comment. I gather she hadn't endeared herself to you. I just want my money. Okay, you're going to get it. Okay, you Thank must you. sign a few documents. Thank all right, you. Thank you. you're very welcome. I look different, Harvey. I don't know. He's happy, I think. I mean, Doug, look, you can't sell something you don't own. She never had title. End of story. And that will do it for this case. Litigants for the next case on the way into the courtroom right now. This is the plaintiff, Elba Rucker. She says she rented an apartment owned by the defendant and almost immediately knew it wasn't the place to live with her 17-year-old son. The downstairs neighbors partied all the time, smoked pot, even stole her mail. She told the defendant was let out of her lease, but she only returned a portion of her security. So she's suing for the $300 she still owed. This is the defendant, Kimberly Schweitzer. She says the plaintiff broke her lease, and she has every right to withhold her money. In fact, she could have withheld all of the woman's money, but did a good deed, returning most of it. Good deeds don't pay off, seems, because the woman turned around and sued her anyway. She's accused of not paying it all back. All parties, please use your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case in the docket, the plaintiff moved into the defendant's apartment, says one of the neighbors was partying, smoking pot all the time. Plaintiff moved out. Defendant won't return the security. The defendant said she already cut her a break. It's the case of the apartment that went to pot. Douglas Elba Rucker? Yes. You are suing Kimberly Schweitzer for $300, a remainder of a security deposit that was not returned to you. Oh, you all from Miami? Yes. All right, then. Yes. Let's hear it. What's going on? Um... The situation is, um, I moved in this apartment on December. 
and I live with my son. And um, this apartment, when I moved to this apartment, um, the apartment no had uh, utilities inside. I needed to buy my refrigerator, my stove, my three AC. When I moved on this apartment, um, and I stay in December, and when I stay in, in January, uh, my debit cards and my email, everything is disappeared. And when I go and I talk to and call the lender and I say I need to call the police because I see my um, my neighbor living the apartment. Wait, are you referring two. to where did it disappear from? What is it you're saying? In my mailbox. In your mailbox? Yes. It's okay, everything so is you felt somebody had gone into your mailbox? Yes. Was there any evidence that somebody had gone? Yes. It was have, broken? Uh, yes. I go for I go um, in the afternoon for taking my mail and I see the the... The neighbor living in the apartment number two with one big knife and opened my mailbox. And Wait, I you saw him opening your mailbox? Yeah, and see when I, yeah. Well, if you saw it, did you call the police right at yes, the moment? Oh, yes. Oh, you did? Yes. Okay, did he I, end up getting caught? Yes. Oh, I did he get arrested? Yeah, yeah. Oh, he got arrested. Oh, yeah. so this is not like your theory. This actually, <laughs> this is, he got arrested and charged with it. All right, is that your same building? Yes. Number two in your building? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, I'm going and I talk to with this lady and I say. What lady? This lady. Okay, you talk to uh, you. Yeah, to, and to say to with her, and I say what is the back situation and pass with this with this apartment, and I say please help me for moving with the other apartment because she had different buildings. Right. So you wanted to move to a different building, uh, and you're living there with who? Your son? Yeah, How only old me and your my son. son. Uh, Sixteen years old. Yeah. And when I move it, um, I say, please, I'm going to the office and I talk to with the lady and say, please help me. Because the last night, when, in the night, when, I, when I'm looking in the morning, my car, is all my car is scratched. I have the pictures in there. All my car is scratched, scratched. Because scratch. now it's a vendetta because you called the police on them. Yeah. And um, the, the, the men live in the apartment number two um, had different um, Love for, for men. This this neighbor is gay, and the the man put me the the gun in my stomach and say. Wait, what man put a gun in your stomach? The boyfriend with the neighbor number two. The man is arresting. Oh. Um, oh my God. The man put the the the, the man put the gun in my stomach and say, is the is you file for the for the landlord get the the eviction note for my boyfriend, and he put me the gun in my stomach. Did you call the police? Yeah, I called the police and I go with the lady and. I say, please, you need give me the information. Wait, what happened with that case? Did someone get charged with aggravated assault? It's open, yeah. The police is in the But did they arrest the, the boyfriend or no? No, no, because the boyfriend no live in this in the apartment number two. He come in and visit and take drugs and smoking together and drinking alcohol, but never live okay, in there. Okay, okay, okay. So, did you speak with the defendant and tell her, I can't live here anymore, it's not safe for me, it's not safe for my son, I want to go? And what did she tell you? She promised me and returned my money back and, and, and returned my complete money back. It's okay. seven, 725 And me, I believe what she said. Because okay. she said, And no so you move out on the 28th. You yeah. go not to another one of her buildings, you just go somewhere else. Okay. Yeah. And... Um, and then you get your security deposit when? Or it's not a security deposit. Let's talk about that because that's where the problem lies. You sign, what is it that you have your tenants do? Sign a seven-month lease? Yes, we do a seven-month lease. We used to do month-to-month, -month, but Florida decided that anything less than six months is transient and they attach a hotel tax. So everybody started doing a minimum seven-month lease. So we do a seven-month lease that then reverts month-to-month. -month. Okay. And then um, 
You do not collect a security deposit? No, we collect a first month of rent and a last month of rent. And the last month of rent is held in a separate bank account and is used for your last month of rent, provided you give me the proper notice. So your philosophy is it's not worth getting a security deposit. Why? No. It, it's not that. But it's kind of. It, it is kind of. I, I don't think that's such a bad philosophy. It's interesting. In the na- okay, in the neighborhoods that I rent, um, first, last, and security just isn't really an option because they're the, lower income. Because they're lower income and it, they just they don't have three right. times rent right. to move in. Um, Florida statutes govern uh, security deposits that after a person vacates, I have 30 days to notify them via certified mail if I intend to claim any part of it. Nine times out of ten, what's happened over the years, I've been doing this for 20 years, most people are vacating because they're under eviction and they owe me several thousand. And for me to chase people down doing this notice that, hey, I'm going to keep 300 because you owe me 3000 I just decided that I wasn't going to collect a security deposit. I was going to collect a last month of rent. So what happens if I live there for seven months and then when I move, I trash the place? I'm screwed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So if you live in an apartment, the neighbors are partying, um, smoking pot all the time. Can you move out and break the lease? Well, I feel like if that's something that's laid out in the lease part, it's not. It's not. It's not, then probably not. What do you say? I mean, if it wasn't in the lease, you can't really fight it. If you can't sleep, can you do it? Can you get out? Yes, you can. I think you could. You should be able to at least, but no, you don't. Okay, we'll see. Going inside the courtroom. She says, and I think that you concede this in your answer to the complaint, that she had... A really bad oh, time there. Absolutely. And that you she, let her out. You said, you get out by the 28th and I'll give you your security deposit. Right. What I told her is that if she returned the unit to me, I said, you've only been there three months. There should not be any damage to that unit. If you can return the unit to me and I can re-rent it exactly as is. Oh, what it, damage? Damage? Why did the word damage come up? You, you, you don't have a security deposit. No, I don't. But the, the thing is, I didn't have to give her any of it back. Oh, I don't want to hear that, though, because I agree with you. You don't have to give her... You you say you don't have to give her any of that back, and you may be right that you have a very strong argument about that. I'm not sure it wins, because you do have an obligation to provide somebody with a habitable place. And if they're being terrorized by one of your other tenants, I realize you're moving as fast as you can, but she doesn't have to continue to live there amidst drugs and and a gun to her... No, she gets to break a lease because it's uninhabitable. However... Let's put that to a side because we're not really there. Where we are is something a step beyond that. There's an agreement that you're going to give the money back. So provided she returned the unit to me in a way that I can re-rent it. Okay. On my honor. No, wait, 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 wait. Don't talk. It's not your turn. So go ahead. What happens when she moves So when she brings me the keys on March 5th, she says somebody kicked in the door. So the door jammed. What happened? Somebody kicked in the door? Uh, Yeah, when I'm... When I talked with you the first time, uh, when I moved to this apartment, no have utilities, and I need to buy my refrigerator, my stove, and my three AC. And that got stolen? Yeah. The people, yeah. I had There's the other, just no rest yeah. for the weary, is I, there? I had other police report because when, when the people call me, the people call me and say, oh, the people take, a, take a, your a stove, your refrigerator. Who and called your t- you? The neighbor live across the street. Oh, she called me and she said, oh, call I me fast. I saw people hauling off your appliances. <laughs> Did she call the police when she saw that? No, she called me. And me, when I'm staying okay. there, I take the pictures because the door is broken in, you know, it's broken yeah. in. 
and, and had the feet okay. in, the, in the door. I had the feet in the door, you know, it's in here, the picture. So there was... Yeah, and I know it's not my fault. I called the police and say, look, this neighbor is very dangerous for me and for my son, and I don't need to stay here because my, my life and the, and the life of my son is very dangerous. I know, like, the people kill me because... Okay. Right, which I totally understood. Wait. Hold that moment. <laughs> Everything's good. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Give her back her money, will you? I mean, come on. She goes there. You told her that you would give her back her rent money. And now you're telling me, well, I want to keep it for damages. No, that's kind of the risk you run when you don't take the security deposit. Do you think for one second she, she broke the door and stole her own and staged the loss of her appliance. I mean, how much more does this <laughs> no. woman have to go through? Just get, you know what? Just give the money back. Return the $300. Verdict for you, you get your $300 back, plus your court costs if you paid any in order to get the $300 back. Thank you. Um, good luck. Thank you. So at long last, the plaintiff is going to get her $300 back. You seem kind of tough. You know, the judge is pleading with you. Give her the money back. What do you, how do you feel? Well, I have a fiduciary responsibility to the person who owns the property. Sometimes you just got to do it, you know? I Trust me. I Oh, there's so much more I wish I could say and can't. Well, good enough. Thank you. Okay, on your way out of courtroom. She's going to give you the money back. Ms. Rucker, the big thing is... How are you living now? How, where are you living now? I live in a new place, and it's very good, and it's safety for my son and for me, and I'm very happy with that. You are. Good for you. Good Thank for you. Thank you so much. Congratulations. You Thank feel better you. now? Yeah, I'm feeling now. Was it hard to file a lawsuit against her? Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's really little problems, but now I like it because God is good all time and give me my money back. Okay, Thank you good. for everything. Thank you for helping me. Oh, you're welcome. Thank okay. you so much. Thank, Thank you very much. <laughs> Harvey? Okay, there's something that's implied in every lease. It's called quiet enjoyment. And that means that a tenant has the reasonable right to enjoy a place. And if another tenant is cause, wreaking havoc in the apartment, then the landlord's duty is to bring that other tenant under control. And if he can't, then I think the tenant has a case for moving out. Don't text and drive. Court is a Ralph Edwards Stubillet production. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.